I'm very excited for today because we got my homie Don of Cash Over Cloud. It's the new hey, name. Like, almost see, I see you often say, I seen, say it. I heard you almost, you know, said the old name, you feel me? But, you know, we in here though, and I appreciate you having me. You and know it's going to be lit. We got Sleazy Pack. Yo. Gang. Yo, real quick, Cash Over Cloud, that, that's not you no more? No, it, it is. is. That's, oh, okay. that's the whole movement, you feel me? Down okay. the cash of a cloud instantly. Oh, for sure. Instantly. <laughs> instantly. And we have a, a very special sit-in today. Um, hopefully, he'll be a part of the Nitty's Knocker team as a new intern. We got Tony. Yo, yo, what's up, man? What's up, Tony? <laughs> we full of energy in this part. We get lit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was we don't sound lit, yeah, but yeah. we lit though. Yeah, we, we turn up. We got the wine in here. We got some muffins. Yeah, okay. You know wine, wine and muffins. <laughs> yeah, know if you that know. Go good. I think know. yeah, it's a dessert. It's like desserts, like yeah. wine and desserts. But today okay. we're going to be talking about uh, the unfortunate death of Triple X. Um, rest in peace. We'll be talking about Jay Z and Beyonce's new joint album, Everything Is Love. Our thoughts and takeaways on that. Um, a little bit of an NBA Finals recap. I'm not the best at sports. Girl, you know. You late. No, we're late, but we didn't talk last <laughs> week. So we got to okay, okay, right, just talk right, about it this right. week so that people know I'm paying attention a little bit. You know? True. And, of course, we have to talk about President Trump and his immigration detainment camps because those are just beyond me. And at the moment, um, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to talk about as far as a solution-based situation today but i'm sure it'll come it's been a really weird week of um getting to know new people and receiving certain certain uh vibes from them to where they take you as someone that you're not but i think that it's important to talk about ways to always stay true to yourself without offending others you know i think sometimes we don't understand how we might offend other people but um, it might be your fault, might not be your fault, but we should definitely figure out ways to not be the offensive partner in anything that we are doing. But hey, to, and not to interrupt you, we also gotta know how to do the opposite of that, and that is not be offended easily by other people's opinions or misunderstandings or ignorance. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because that like, that that play a part in it too. It go both ways. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're not even telling no stories about that one. You remember, did your mom used to tell you, say, telling a story and not say the L word? I couldn't say the L word when I was growing up. Lie. Yeah, that's Lie. old school. Yeah. yeah. We would get in so that's much trouble school. if we said the L word. It was literally like, don't say the L word. You we just can't call people liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that was my thing. Like, you can't call them. You could say a lie, but you, if you call somebody a liar, that's like Offensive. calling somebody yeah. like the B word or something. Right. You feel me? Like, yeah. That's true. You calling um, me a liar? Like, no, no, I promise. I promise I wasn't. in their face. And you, when you're like, oh, you telling a story. Mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. like, how's telling a story a bad thing? But now I get it. You know, right. like telling the story is just your little, uh, your fictional you account. <laughs> the fictional account of a situation. But we're going to go ahead and get into some music. And so, <coughs> excuse me. Tough cough right there. Mm-hmm. We're going to go into uh, some music. Until about 6.30 and we get back, we're going to start talking about all the cool little things that we got going on over here at Nitty's Knocker. So tune in and enjoy some music from my girl, Broken Clocks, right here on Nitty's Knocker. Yeah. Oh, y'all like that song? Because I do. (laughs) Yeah, who that is? That was uh, the internet girl. okay. See, I don't be knowing these people. 
Yeah, this this <laughs> song has been out for some years. About yeah, three years now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Three years. Okay. Super late. Yeah. I'm about three years late. The internet put it out. <laughs> Featuring uh, K Trinada. Now that's a good one from uh, from the weekend. Man, says she be doing that thing. From the weekend. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know the internet. Oh. Don't let them hear you say that one. But um, let's go ahead and jump into our topics of the day. Um, as we all know, Triple uh, X was murdered last week, and it has brought out a lot of really uh, mixed reviews as far as the feminist movement, the Me Too movement, the conspiracy theories of how it wasn't really him. And I think that it all kind of defeated the actual, it like desensitized the fact that he passed away. You know, it's like, this is a young 20 year old man who lost his life to senseless robberies. Um, And I just thought it was, it was really um, unfortunate the way that his situation was being handled um, by the media. Yeah, man. I don't care what the man did. He He was 20 years old. And if you praising him dying, like that that ain't right bro like you you need to get your stuff together bro well honestly though like in my opinion the only reason why people responded to his death like that is because of previous people rap i mean death within like hip-hop you know what i'm saying so like when you say we dis we desensitize like we've been at that state like for instance look on like when I think um, when Capo died, he was bleeding and dying. He died, he died on camera, you feel me? And we mm-hmm. all seen that. And then who else died on camera? Um, it's it just been a lot of people that they've been recording, dying or whatever. And I feel like at this point, that's kind of normal now, especially with, like, all the police, like, brutality that you see towards normal citizens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's not a surprising thing to me. But it is, like you say, unfortunate that people are, like, handling his death in that way instead of being like oh that's sad they like you said they taking it and running with it so many different ways just because of the fact that we see that type we see trauma every day you feel me so it ain't really a big deal no more yeah and i think that's i don't know i think that's very um it's weird you know when i heard it happened it got quiet in my car you know it was just like a solemn moment you know i didn't want to see a video i didn't want to see anything like I got the message on my phone and I was just like oh my god you know like he just what you know like instantly it was just like me losing a family member or something or just me really trying to have empathy in the moment and the fact that people recorded it as he was dying instead of actually trying to save his life you know like less than an hour after he passed the video it's crazy. It was out. The I'm sure it was out moments as it yeah. was happening. You know, whoever was the person, in, in, like initially capturing it, probably really felt like they were doing a great justice to the world by being the first video re- recording of someone after they just got shot. Right. Especially someone with that status, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to say on behalf of his family and anybody who was involved, even the girl who w- was abused by him previously, even said that she doesn't like the way that people are trying to make a big story out of the situation you know things happen he was growing past very dark places in his life and he did you can tell that he was a person that wanted to change for the better at least i think so 
So did that really happen though? He really beat that girl up because oh, yes. I heard that it was re- fake, and then I heard that it was real, not and I don't fake. be knowing what to believe these days. No, not me? fake at all. He definitely okay. um, admitted to his wrongs and situations, and he even said that he wants people to take his turnaround in life as like a changing point, you know, as something I better, you know, to learn from it. You know, he's twenty. He's 20 years old and grew up a really, really rough lifestyle. So it's like they expected him to be wise and all-knowing in situations that even people older than him are still a part of. I feel that. But, you know, karma don't got no time limit, you feel me? Shorty was supposed to be about that life, you feel me? So even if he didn't beat the girl up, he still was doing a lot of antics on the Internet before 6 9 was doing all the Internet antics. He was doing all the Internet antics. Threatening people every day, and I ain't saying he deserved to die, mm-hmm. but you know, you gotta be careful. You can't, you can't do this yesterday and then be like, "Yeah, I changed." You feel me? Right. But like that energy, it, it still, still come back there, to right. you. You feel me? You gotta deal with it accordingly. And unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, it ended how it did. But Shorty was definitely, you An know, about that action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you and know. that's something I didn't really know for sure because, yeah. like I said, I didn't really listen to his music. I just knew his story, and it wasn't a story that I was fond of. Because as a woman, you know, you don't want to hear another story about any woman being abused. Mm -hmm. So I was just not fond of him, but I definitely wasn't. I would just say, hey, don't play that music around me, you know. So I didn't really do research to know who he was before the robbery or anything like that. But like you said, karma, especially in the day and age of the Internet, Mm -hmm. it don't catch up to them the way you want it to catch up to them. They might still take it however they saw it last because even since people are recycling videos from years ago about certain um, police brutality brutality incidents, and you're, like, getting mad all over again, like, right. oh, my gosh, they're doing right. this. But then you look at the date, and, no, this happened four or five years ago. This was already, you know, an issue, but it still makes people angry and aroused and ready to go fight or ready to go handle the situation. So all in all, it's just you got to be careful. Definitely. For all the young people doing music and... um just honestly living your life even if you're not a musician you're just from the streets or whatever you really have to be careful the way that you move out here because it's not going to always go the way you expect it to go or how you feel it's going to go because of the presence that you give to the world especially when you're getting a little money out here man mm-hmm. you really gotta watch who you who you surround yourself with and uh what type of moves you're making out here and don't go anywhere alone i don't i don't understand why he was alone that was just weird to me. Like, you're still 20 as a celebrity. I would not be going anywhere by myself. I almost don't like doing it nowadays. It's popular to be tough, though. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I don't need security. <laughs> one deep. Right. Mm-hmm. And he riding around. They say he was supposedly buying a, uh, a motorcycle. So he probably had a bag on him. He did. That's what they took. Yeah. Was the bag with the money. Which is also crazy. Like, you should be able to have a black card or something at that point. <laughs> like, just use your card. But um, it's still a very sad situation. You know, rest in peace to him. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce have released a joint album. And I got to listen to it. I listened to everything in my car. Shout out Jeep. Um, and I think it was pretty cool. I wouldn't say it was, like, glorious. But it was very beautiful to see him and her talk about, like, black ex- excellence and, you know, getting the bag and basically not backing down to none. I thought that was, like, really amazing for them to come together on an album and it be 
as good as it was. It was actually really good. It wasn't like glorious, but it was like something that I would listen to again. How do you feel about it, Alex? Me personally, I ain't really been thirsty to listen to it. I ain't, I ain't heard it yet. Yes, just, you you played it. it. That's why I heard it. You must have. He fell like asleep said, in the car though, so <laughs> guess he didn't really hear it. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't really uh, got a chance to really dive into it yet. I seen the video. The video seemed cool for uh, what was it called? BS. BS. Bull spit. Something like Dang. that. Oh, I don't know. Shots fired. <laughs> Like I, <laughs> to me, to me, no, I thought that was the name of it. To me, of the what? The video. Nah, eight. Oh, I don't eight. know. Eight, eight. Okay. But um, to me, it's better than all them projects Kanye put out this year. I ain't gonna lie, it's better than Daytona, better than Ye. You think better it's better than, than Daytona? Yeah, that joint was hard. Yeah, Daytona, the best project to me. He that he put out out of all of them projects. You like it better than Nas's? Nas, to me, Nas album, the weakest one, and what? that's yeah, and that's kind of, and that was the one I was anticipating the most. Uh-huh. I was told, like, I like what he's saying on there, but I don't like how it sound. You feel me? It's like, man, I feel like it just sounded so like authentic, though. It just sounded like it came I mean, straight that's from cool. his past. You that's know? cool, but do it don't resonate with the re like it, it has no replayability, like. Who gonna be like I put on that new Nas? We I finna agree with tee that. Up. Okay. Like, but when has Nas' music ever been like no, that? No, I'm though. saying, I'm saying though, I know it ain't for that. But at the same time, like Nas, like oh, all right, if we go back to um, the Untitled album, you know what I'm saying? To me, that album was like four, four, four type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it was about like black excellence, black history, and it had like to me you could still listen to that to this day, and it'll, it'll sound better than that joint he did with with Kanye. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel I like I feel like it was limited. I feel like I, it was too short. Kanye limiting everybody. Kanye Kanye controlling everybody's process. He taking them to the middle of nowhere to record some music. Like everybody can't everybody can't do that. Even Pusha T was saying like, bro, this weird. You feel me? Like. <laughs> We in the middle of nowhere. How you expect me to cook up like that? Like everybody process is different. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like so, you know. believe that the process it took everybody had... out their element because all of the projects don't. They kind of sound either. Actually, forced. I think Cuddy's project sounds like that. He, sound authentic, but I ain't. He's also ain't a person that. who's into being yeah alone. that weird stuff. Like, <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with being weird. Ain't nothing wrong with being weird. You feel me? But it's like, man, bro, I ain't really into the the Jimi Hendrix rap. Right. You feel me? I like rap. I don't like rock rap. So yeah, tell me this me? then. How do you feel about the actual lyrics in the lyrics the go song, crazy. The first two songs of Nas's project. The li- that's what I'm saying. I like what he's saying. Uh-huh. But I don't to me, a great artist could say what he gotta say and make you be like, Oh, this is wrong. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to sacrifice sending a message for like me bobbing my head to you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's definitely not really head bobbing music. No, it ain't. It's literally just like, you know, this <clears> is and I, I like, like the you message. need to hear this. Yeah. You need to hear this. This like this like the hood Quran type thing, the hood Bible. You know what I'm saying? How do you think it compares to J Cole's most recent album? Because J Cole is also a preacher type of guy, but to me, Nas's project what? did not sound as preachy. It sounded more just like this is what's happening, and J Cole was more like you need to do it like this. Nas you better know? than J Cole. So I'd rather listen to Nas. I rather how you if it want Nas not J Cole is like Kanye and Nas baby. If Kanye and Nas had a baby, J Cole. I'm saying, no, I'm saying Nas a better rapper. Somebody calling, somebody calling for you, Don. I hope so. Who is that? Hello, hello. This is Nitty's Knocker. 
Yes, hi. I'm calling to speak to Don. Like, um, I'm trying to find out what can we look forward to as far as trying to support him. Okay, you, sis. Yes. How can she support you? you I'm trying to look right. How I'm trying to I'm trying to support you. So, what can we look forward to? What you bringing to us? What? When I'm bringing to y'all? Okay. Well, you could for, first and foremost, I just put out a new song yesterday. It's available on uh, most of the streaming platforms. It ain't available on Spotify yet because they taking kind of slow. But it's on like Tidal, Deezer, Apple Music, iTunes, all of that. If you want to stream that, you talking me. about look right? Yup, yup. If you want to, um, that's hot. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. If you want to stream it, you can stream it. If you want to buy it, it's only sixty nine cent. It ain't a dollar. You can do that. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, uh, if how you can want, we stream it? You can stream. I just said it. You can stream it on Tidal. You can stream it on Apple Music. In a couple hours, it might oh. be on. It might be on Spotify. Who is this calling? Um, by the way. Boy, that's unique. Who? Unique. Oh, what up? What up? I appreciate the love. You feel? That's one of my longtime supporters, you know. But um, but if you want to keep supporting me, just do what you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Share my posts. Keep people aware of what I I'm got doing. You. you know, I got you. Come out to you. shows. Keep calling in. I appreciate you for real. No problem. You keep doing what you're doing, and I'm most definitely gonna support you as soon as I have that time. That's love. That's what's up. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate all of the love for Don. Gang. All right, you all take care. You too, thanks. E, Lilla, okay. E, look, <laughs> she I knew the song. You feel me? I ain't heard E. Everybody said E in a while. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm all day. I'm from out west, so I, don't know. I know it's like really just. I don't like, know. Ooh. You feel me? You need to. Look, she instantly. What, what that face mean? She looking like she's from out west. She's Good from show. the suburbs. Oh, you from the burbs? That's you can't even say worse. nothing about out west. Hold on, right. wait. Out west is a whole it surely is hey. you gotta Yo, be bro, equipped you should, for it you should have <laughs> dropped your uh you should have dropped your cash up for uh, supporters instantly, instantly. <laughs> I, want, I just lacked on that one i showed i i start to tell like how much money you get but i ain't gonna come off vocals you feel me like but we're gonna go ahead and get to some more music uh marie got here you know i ain't gotta be y'all dj she gonna take care of it from uh this point she was forward. late <laughs> Don't put on black. Cat down on her. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going live. We're going live with Marie right here on Nitty's. Yeah. F it up on Nitty's Knocker Radio, powered by Q4 Radio. The Q4 Gallery Studio is amazing, and we love underground music, and we love you. Ah, Nitty, the cheerleader. <laughs> Today we are sitting here with Don of Cash Over Cloud. Cash we got Sleazy Pack sitting in, Marie yeah. on the ones and twos. And our very special guest, once again, is Tony. <laughs> He's been quiet. Young over protege. There. You, you nervous? <laughs> I ain't nervous. Oh, whoop. <laughs> Didn't sound like it, huh? Instantly. But um, we're going to go ahead and go into talking about um, Donald Trump. I know none of us really like that he's our president, but get over it. He is. And these are things that we should discuss as a unit because they affect our well-being um, on a more global scale. And um, Trump at the border, he uh, has this immigration thing where it was zero tolerance and he had children separated from their parents. And then they reversed the policy, of course, for media, not necessarily for doing the right thing. And there are still 2,000 kids at this point who are not with their parents. And all their parents were able to get were a phone call to try to locate their their children. So he stands behind the actions of separating the children from their parents at the border. So do you think this is morally right on any any level? Who they stand with? 
They're staying in the cage. I don't understand the whole purpose of like. Well, I understand the purpose of like separating the child from their family, and it ain't no good purpose for that. But like, how? What problem has that solved for them? You feel me? Like, why not just send the kids back? Well. At this point, they don't know where to send the kids because these are children who have language barriers. They don't know English. Their parents more than likely didn't really know English. And now they are at a place of confusion and um, disturbia in a sense. If you think about honestly, I know people say it's really crazy to talk about things like this. But even on the level of what happened to the Jews in America, they separated them because they didn't. They made it right now. We have a class system going on, right? If you don't have the money, you don't have the power to be able to stand next to us, then you honestly shouldn't be able to be here, right? It's easier to do that with people who are not from this country. And right now, he's literally separating them. And it literally looked like they were in camps. It was very disturbing to watch. And the first lady wore a jacket to visit these children that says, I don't really care, do you? It's a jacket from Zara. Really cool jacket. I really like the jacket. But sis, you wore this to see children who are separated from their parents. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, I don't know, man. Wow. That's tough. Yeah, that's but crazy. these same issues we've been having for the longest, yeah. so you know what I'm saying? Same issues, but now it's being put in your face. So we say, oh, I don't know. What? How should we feel? What should we do? Um, I think we are definitely at a place where we are afraid to speak up. And it's, I mean, I get it. You know, like we live in a, a place where... For the most part, you can do whatever you want in America. So if you start fighting the government or uh, retaliating too hard, then you lose some of those privileges and perks that you have. But if you look at places like Serbia, um, places like in Europe, they overthrow their government all the time. Man, they ain't doing that. It ain't no doing that over here. Like, we didn't try speaking up. They shoot that. Shoot that down. Speaking ASAP. up and acting out is two totally different things. But I, I think it's gonna help what you mean? Uh, gain ground because not not just the common people are speaking up now. Is I seen on the news where the major airlines are stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, they they literally told the government stop sending children unattended um, on these major airlines. So I think with the, not not necessarily with the backing because a lot of companies won't publicly say they're against Trump. Um, but I think with companies coming out like that it can gain ground towards the movement the other way i mean i do agree mm-hmm. that to an extent talking uh, has been good but at the same time when you think about like rodney king and different riots um of those types they had a lot more success with actually getting people to make comments and retaliate or you know like try to do something to change the situation those were not riots that went unseen i mean what i feel like what i feel like we need to do Instead of trying to like talk to them, it's just come together. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to do more of is coming together as a whole, you know, uh, and then seeing how we can fix some of these problems on our own. So, what do you guys think about her wearing that jacket, though? Like, do you think that it was like a conscious decision to wear a jacket that said, I don't really care? Or look who this person is. She knows she was doing. Look who the lady you is. You feel me, though? She ain't nobody that I look to for like social awareness, justice, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't really like if this was Michelle Obama, then I'd be outraged. Like, are oh, you bogus? You know what I'm saying? But based on like 
I don't know what's her name, Melanie Trump, whatever her name is. Melania. Like, yeah, she ain't nothing but like a supermodel. You feel me? She don't really, she don't really, um, like she kind of forced to do stuff like that. She forced to make public appearances at um, like disaster areas or whatever, whatever going on at the time. Like that's her job to do that now, and she ain't picked that job. The job chose her. You feel me? So. Someone said day, that Melania is probably illiterate. You might yeah, be right. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what do y'all expect from this woman? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, I, that's the type of stuff I expect from her. So I ain't really shocked, appalled, or none of that. It's, it go along with their narrative or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and then another person said that we were pulled away from our people years ago. You know, like Don was saying, this is something that's been happening for yeah. a very long time. And I think that's also a part of them not giving us um, net neutrality anymore is because they don't want us to have the easy access to answers like we have right now. Even though everybody's not necessarily using it for mm-hmm. answers, you have enough people who are becoming more and more aware of the way things are being handled in this country and in other countries. You know, we get to see the shootings. We get to see how people are literally making silly mistakes and getting off for the mistakes they are, you know, doing like shooting people who are unarmed and different things like that. So literally, if you think about everything that's happening in society right now, it's like reversing policies that have been put in place to make us more aware. And the people who are in control are still people who don't want to see anybody but themselves eat, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's a scary place for them right now because they're, they're getting older they're dying off and there are more people in our generation, especially who have progressive thinking. You know, we sit next to, to white people, Asian people, Hispanics, we all sit together. And, but you know what though? I don't think we know progressive than the last generation or generation before them. I just think, um, that it's popular to act like that. I think like, like everybody say like F Trump, like even like the celebrities and all that, they be like, Oh yeah, we don't rock with Trump. But, like, secretly, I think they do rock with Trump because mm-hmm. his policies benefit them more. You feel me? Like, these people are rich. You know what I'm saying? And everything he do is really to benefit them. So, yeah, like. It's a class system. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Chappelle said it best. You know what I'm saying? He said when he went to go vote for, um like, the presidential whatever, he was saying it was a bunch of poor white people like, yeah, we're going to vote for Trump. He's going to fix everything for us, blah, blah, blah. And he like, man, y'all stupid. You feel me? Y'all mm-hmm. poor. Trump ain't finna do nothing for y'all. He gonna really help me more than he than he gonna help y'all. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly. coming from a black man, you know. But you know, because it, yeah, and that the thing is, the, the reason why it looks so bad too is because mm-hmm. if you look at the class system in America, the ones who benefit are the white, uh, powerful men. Mm-hmm. They are the breadwinners of this country, and as it as it digresses down, you it just at the bottom is the minority. It's the blacks and the Hispanics. We get specifically the, the spe- women. It's specifically the women, you know. And as far as our men, they incarcerate them, so we don't even see them, you know. So it literally is a system built on money, you know. If money talks, even with drug dealers, like if your money talks, like why do you think it's so hard for them, or was so hard for them to keep El Chapo under wraps? You cannot hold down a man like El Chapo. He is he talented. Worked, he worked for the government, though. That's gonna sound crazy, but he worked. He worked. Look, somebody know the truth, but <laughs> like, he worked. He worked with the U.S. government. How you think we get the drugs from Mexico? You know what I'm saying? They make so you think it's all a facade? I mean, yeah. Oh, the media. Snap. The media tell you what to believe, right? 
So if the media be like, yeah, El Chapo, they trying to lock him up, but they can't lock him up. Why you can't lock this man up? True, you, know you got saying? me. See, we're all victims like, of the of media, the media even if we try try not to be. And that's that's like the bittersweetness of the internet. You know, it's like you can really get a lot of insight, but you can also be misled extremely easily. Mm, so, yeah. I think as long as we continue to take care of our own, because that's honestly all you can do at this point. It's like you can take care of your own around you and do well taking care of mm-hmm. the people who look like you in your surroundings. It's so many kids and so many teenagers and so many young adults in our own neighborhoods that we could easily be going and talking to and trying to influence. And sometimes they'll listen. I mean, it might be like 40, 60% chance, but that's still 40% more people who didn't even know about the options they could have had until somebody walked in and told them, Hey, did you know this was possible? For you to make the same money you're making selling drugs or doing whatever you're doing. You can make the same money legally and still live in your neighborhood, but just rebuild your house. You know, you can foreclose your home. You know, it's so much you can tell to people to help them progress and get to the next level. And I think that that's the only way because it's definitely a controversial topic with these like camps they have for these babies. At the end of the day, they're children. No child deserves to be treated like that. But if you want something to change, you know, how are you going to implement it on your own? We can't expect the government to do anything for us because even the Illinois government has proven to not do much for us as right. as a part of their own state. You know, they trying to raise the gas tax. What was that, Alex? What did you say? Yeah, man, it's, it's some crazy stuff going on, man. They talking about, um, they said that, uh, it could possibly be a bill passed later on this year that raised the gas tax up like ninety four cent a gallon. So we finna either have to be paying a whole extra dollar or they gonna uh make your license plate sticker, your registration sticker, uh go from hundred and one dollars to five hundred and seventy eight dollars. Annually so that they can get the roads fixed. And ex- expedite that process yeah because that's what the the tickets were for that's what they made us pay gave us all these new types of tickets no i thought get. that's what the toll fees was for that too that's <laughs> where it started cameras. i thought that's yeah. what i thought was speed. for <laughs> <laughs> y'all full of you know what stop where's that me. bell hit that bell instantly your bell don't that where's the need a new bill thank yeah that's what they full of oh, broken bells <laughs> yeah we like 14, 15 billion in debt in the state, man. Look, I'm it's too much for us here. to deal with. I think I need... Is there a wine opener? Because that just made my head hurt a little bit more. But we're we going to go ahead and go into some more music with Marie right here on Nitty's Knocker. Who said that? You said squad. <laughs> hey, you said add that as a... Uh, oh, y'all need a little drop, I guess. Well, we didn't, you know what? It's a lot of stuff that needs to be... Y'all could get like a, a instantly drop. When, I, when somebody say something y'all agree with, y'all hit instantly. Like, <laughs> with a little like bomb dropping behind it. Like, <laughs> oh, don't worry. Know, look, we go crazy. We going to talk. We going to talk. Yeah, we got a know. lot of cool stuff that we need to um, add to the arsenal. You know, we, Nitty's not great crew. It really feels cool to say that at this yeah. point because it was you, you know, know, it was Nitty game. It was Nitty, <laughs> and now it's Nitty and the crew, and like, I'm, I'm very grateful for everybody that's a part again, of this journey. She's going to get on her day roughing on y'all. I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, hopefully nobody pushed me out the car while it's moving. But, you know, um, nobody got that reference from The Temptations. <laughs> when he was like, he got pushed out. The, okay, okay. 
You know, Don? Yeah, I know. That's why I say you on your David Ruffin. You feel well, me? no, that's not the part. Like I don't you... want to be on that part though. Cause <laughs> he was done with. Like they was like, no. No, that was a joke. Like you, like you, like you run, like you act like you running everything. You yeah, doing you too man. much. It's only one. We ain't nigga. back at you no more. It's right. Only one that he's not. Right. Instantly. <laughs> not no more. It's a crew and we lit. It's a movement. But beyond the Nitty's Knocker movement, what's up with the the Don? Of cash over clout movement. Tell us, tell us something about that. Give me, okay. Oh, yeah, the sixty second uh, rundown. Of, uh, you give me sixty seconds, an introduction to our artist talk of who you are. You can freestyle. You can, you can sing. You can just say one word, no words. Have you want to do it? You got sixty seconds starting now. Uh, I ain't gonna rap. I'm just gonna tell y'all like the whole story. I used to go back down Perion. You know what I'm saying? And um, like two years ago, I started doing like film. TV stuff like that, and I had kind of took a hiatus from doing music. And then once I tried to come back, it was like a hundred other Don Perrions rapping. So I'm like, I right, I can't go by that name no more. By that time, I had um like a whole team of people around me, and we didn't really have a name. So I'm like, okay, what are we gonna call ourselves? And I just came up with Cash Over Cloud or whatever. So I was marketing that for like two years, and then once I finally got ready to put out some music, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just be Don of Cash Over Cloud instead of Don Perrion, and that's pretty much it. So, what's your favorite color? Black. What's your favorite animal? Um, a dog. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Um, I don't know. You're gonna have to get back at me on that one. Uh, Probably Forrest Gump. Red Lobster or <laughs> Red Lobster or uh, uh, Olive Garden. Red Lobster. Biscuit. So it's the biscuits. Is it the I, biscuits? I mean, they both, it's both, it's not authentic. Either one of them, not really authentic. That ain't what I asked you. But I mean, yeah. Nah, they ain't what they used to be, though, you feel me? Like, they ain't really what they used to be. But you say that Forrest Gump is your movie. That's one of one of my, that's one of the movies I could think of right now, like Forrest Gump. Why do you like that movie? Because that movie was dope. All It had a good storyline. It was based on the book, too. I don't know if y'all knew that, but the book was good. The movie was good. The soundtrack was timeless. Like, I ain't even into the kind of music that was on the movie, but it did a good job of, like, um, as the timeline of the movie progressed, it did a good job of, like, playing the, the, mu- the music that made them times, like, iconic. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, to me, like I said, I don't really enjoy that kind of music, but overall, the music did so much more for the movie, for me. Like, the whole experience of the movie, for me, it helped a lot. You feel me? So and the cash, story was just funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> and cash over cloud. When 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 did that actually become a movement? Um, it started when uh, Spike Lee came and did the Chirac movie. That's when I started doing all that acting stuff. And um, me and my homie DBK, we was working on that the whole summer or whatever. And um, we were just kicking it all summer, like going like we had a little crib on the east side, and we were just kicking it every day, having parties every day. And like I said, we the the movement ain't really have a name, so I came up with the name, and then everybody like it's like ten or twelve of us. Everybody got like a tattoo of it, except for me. I don't got I don't got no tattoos, but everybody was like really behind it. You know what I'm saying? We was doing a lot of shows. Everybody was coming out to the show. So like even still to this day, like everybody doing their best to rep- represent the brand. But it ain't like we a rap group. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We ain't like Wu Tang and nothing like that. Like everybody just do their own thing, whether they do music or like we got a tattoo artists, he just do tats. Um we got we got all different type of people on the team right now, you know what I'm saying? But it is mostly rappers though, you know, so yeah. So why cash over clout though? What? 
Because yeah, people be chasing the clout and they and it don't be making sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right, for instance, like what made me come up with the name that summer on iTunes, all the local Chicago, like all the little local artists who had like somewhat of a name, their music was popping up on these Chirac compilations on Apple Music, and none of them gave permission for their music to get put on there. But they like, oh, somebody uploading our music, we must be making some noise, woo woo. And I'm just like, bro. You tweaking, your music getting uploaded, it's for sale on these sites, and you ain't even getting none of your money, you feel me? So you want the clout or you want the money, you feel me? So I'm like, it's cash over clout, you know what I'm saying? And they be like, oh, that sounds cool, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it makes sense to me too, because why, why would you be like, oh, yeah, we heading in the right direction because somebody stole my music and uploaded it for free. That's not heading in the right direction to me. And that is just like an example of the clout chasing that a lot of people do. That's very true. You know that also saying? happened to Chance before, where his he, his free uh, album was in Walmart or Target. It was everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. But that's a little different, though. You feel me? Because at least he make money off of his like his stuff free anyway. His music be free anyway. Mm-hmm. He make money doing other things, but these people don't make money off their music. So it's like that's another slap. In the, I ain't gonna say they don't make money off their music because I don't know these people's situations. But at the end of the day. I mean, I just don't see how you could be happy about somebody selling your music with, like, without your permission and you ain't being compensated. Or how you can be happy about just, like, name recognition. Like, that, yeah, yeah, that little bit of recognition, that's lame to me. I don't know. You feel me? I feel. That definitely makes sense. So, as far as what you guys, as a unit, um, you know, everybody has, like, a mission statement, right? Uh-huh. I uh, Well, if you do your research... And you go on the Cash of a Cloud page. It says our mission right in the bio. Oops. What it <laughs> you say? You feel me? It say. He just put me on blast. It on say. Accident. No, I'm just saying. You feel me? Like, you you know a little something <laughs> about the brand. I, I thought she might have knew this. But no, I knew about go, Don. Go on. Hey, that's real, though. Yeah, that's I cool. I didn't know about that's Cash cool. over Cloud. I knew about that's cool. Don. That's, you know. That makes sense, though. I feel that. But if you go on there, uh, it's, 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 it's like three or four bullet points. And it say art, music drugs entertainment and didn't say one day you can rule the world so really i mean that sounds like cliche or something out of movie but really it's like um we're just trying to go be global with whatever like reach the whole world like world worldwide status doing what we're doing so if you sell drugs be a worldwide drug dealer if you do music <laughs> get your music be out the to the whole world if you want to be if you want to be an artist if you paint you know what i'm saying aim to be like michelangelo or something like that you feel me you know not saying that I sell drugs or I got money or none of that, <laughs> like none of that type of stuff. But it's just like something that we want to model ourselves after. Like if we're going to do something, then we want to try to like get global reach for it. You feel me? And that's all that's it something. is. So as far as your sound, what would you say determines your sound as an artist? Because you did say that, you know, there were a bunch of Don Perion. Yeah. Um, what determines your sound specifically? Like, before, I was doing a lot of conscious music, like, about my upbringing, because I had a real rough background or whatever. So I was doing a lot of songs about, like, um, like I said, my life, or songs about Chicago, like, gun violence, how schools messed up, stuff like that. But as of recently, I've just been trying to do songs that'll do well at shows, songs that I can perform, that'll make people dance. So now I'm really doing a lot of, like, just catchy songs, real quick, short songs that, might, that may be, like, two minutes long, you know what I'm saying? I still incorporate my consciousness and all of that. But if it's a party and you want me to come perform, we're going to party, you feel me? Like, that's, and that's what I'm trying to do now. Really, I'm just trying to have fun. 
I ain't trying to be too deep with it or nothing like that. And if that's what you want, you can go back and listen to the old songs. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's true. So, where's your favorite place to party? At the crib. <laughs> Kickbacks, like rent parties, um, or just you and like net? Are you like a Netflix and chill type person? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what that leads to. So yeah, but no. On a serious serious note, though, I don't get out often, and if I do, it's only because it's like music related or film related. You know what I'm saying? Maybe for some money, but um, I be at the crib, and my crib is very comfortable. So, like, I'm always down to invite one or two people over. I don't really like going to clubs. I don't like, I don't really drink like that. I don't really do drugs like that. You feel me? So, I smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? So, if y'all smoke weed, I have weed. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, I like, actually, when I do go out, I like going to AMFM Gallery. I like that spot a lot because it's art. It has a nice little ambiance about it. But I don't get out a lot at all. Shows up there before you late. Yeah, yeah. I done did a lot of shows there. And every everyone that I did was pretty decent. I was feeling the energy every time. And it's so small enough to yeah. like, make an uh, intimate environment. You shout out to really Sierra. Personal with you. Yeah, yeah, big shout yeah. out. That's actually how I ran into him the other day. He Instantly. Stopped by yeah. the oh, sure. A Sip With Nitty event. And I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh. Like He always slide through to it. Literally, almost any event I've ever done, like he kind of came through. I feel yeah. like it's only been like one, and it's just like, oh yeah, I was, just, you know, I'm, I'm in the neighborhood, I'm gonna slide through, you know, and it's like always like a legit. And it do be through, that, it know? do be that, like I do just be in the neighborhood, like oh, okay, yeah, she do got this going on around the corner, I'm gonna slide through. You feel me, like so? I don't know. I like what you do because you be trying to. You don't just do music related stuff, and I like that. I like that you target the kids and stuff like that. The last event that we that you had that I went to, you was doing something for the kids, and I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? The we art need, of noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need we need more stuff like that. And I was telling, um, you said Tony, right? Yeah. yeah I was telling Tony, um, that I want to see more um, people who do got like clout or whatever who got the pull. Like they, I want to see them start working with the youth more. Like especially people from like that's like 14 to like 21. I feel like them be the people who be having the most potential to make some noise in whatever category it is that they doing because they still got that energy and they still got that spunk and that thirst. You feel me? And I feel like them, them you know what I'm saying? out here in all the gun issues. I mean, yeah, because they don't got no guidance really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we can take them off the streets. Like, and yeah, it'll change, it'll change everything for real. If we had more after school, because we don't got no after school programs like that no more. Mm-hmm. We don't really got like no community centers like that we don't like the and park if we do have community centers it's just like it's kind of like insanity you know you're going yeah. to do and see the same thing every day you're gonna get bored with it or it's gonna drive you crazy and then you destroy it or you know it's, it's just more like somewhere element. to drop your kids off at it ain't they ain't really getting nothing of value <laughs> from it you know what very I'm true but so, low-key, yeah. when I was a kid, I used to love after school. I used to, yes, thank you no, for dropping yeah, me off. Me, I would be yeah, running inside. Too. Nap time was great, you know, giving us That's snacks true. before nap time, <laughs> you know. True. It was lit. And it was a free service, you know, mm-hmm. for CPS kids. And we had cots and everything. I'm, <laughs> I'm eight years old, like, yes. She in it for the naps. That's Of me. course. <laughs> you need oh. your sleep. You need your sleep. But it's really amazing to see that um, those are things that, like, kind of resonate with you. It's just kind of oh, yeah. like more conscious things being mm-hmm. being more um away from the scene that is really created to kill steal destroy you know like mm-hmm. clubs and 
all the alcohol yeah. and drugs and things like it kind of takes you out of your element and you know it feels like it seems like you're the type of person who enjoys staying in don's element oh no yeah because i'm ugly when you try to take me out my elements you feel me and um I ain't that's, put, a, that's like, a bar yeah. right put that in your phone that's a bar i don't even remember what i just said <laughs> i do that's you said it's ugly when i'm ugly when i'm out when my element that's that's the truth though like and i don't let people take me out my element but at the same time if i'm uncomfortable i'm gonna let you know you know so I don't know. But at the same time, I adapt very well in a lot of different places. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like I can't even really say that. I can't really be like, oh, I'll lash out at you if I'm not comfortable. I, it ain't like that, but I do my best to just um, stay within my comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Why is black your favorite color? Because it go with everything. And <laughs> um, because, like, white get dirty as hell easily. I'm not good with white, you know. Like, I had on a white shirt the other day, and when I got home, it was dirty as hell. I mean, yeah, dirty. I can say that, right? Yeah. I can say that. Yeah, it was dirty as hell. And I'm just like, it had, like, barbecue sauce, and I wasn't at a barbecue or none of that. I'm like, how this happen? You feel me? Where did I end up Right, into? where did I go? Or what little kid touched me when I wasn't looking, like, you know, rubbed up against my shirt or something. But, yeah, black. So, it's, like, literally just, like, very grounded reasoning for for pretty much everything. It's never Yeah, you know, everything. it's not yeah, really I'm a very simple person. I don't complicate things. You feel <laughs> like y'all going If you get to know me, you are liking me a lot. I'm What's your take simple. on unicorns? Unicorns. Y'all asked me this the other day. Uh I did, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Unicorns, they not real though. To you. True. Ah, uh, yeah, you right. Mr. Simple. You right. <laughs> you, drink, think, you drink sim- simple juice? What's it called? Simply? Simply Lemonade. <laughs> that's, that's your Instant. jam? Yeah, you from Chicago, bro? Yeah, I'm from here. Everybody think I'm from the South, though. Yeah, you guys. Most yeah, Westsiders yeah, West yeah, have a Southern, more of a Southern. Yeah. Uh, but we from the South. Like, yeah. most Westside, like, most Chicagoans, they come from Mississippi. Yeah, facts. Because back in the day, like... The train line only had one stop. So if you was in Mississippi, you were going straight to Illinois, specifically the west side of Chicago. If you was in, like, Florida, the train was stopping, like, the DMV area or something, something like that. So it's like – but, like, when you go to, like, the D.C. area and DMV, all that, like, mm-hmm. you'll be like, gee, it's ratchet, like, super ratchet over here. You know what I'm saying? You would think you in the south, but that's because, like – they descend from Southern people, you know, like all of us as black people, we all descend from Southern people for obvious reasons, you feel me? But West Side has got that Southern drawl, mm-hmm. I guess, because as we well really as, from Mississippi. Um, I'm going to also vouch for this because I was 12 years West Side before my family moved South. Go crazy. It's a lot of um, hospitality for real, yeah, for yeah. real. The West Side is very chill as uh-huh. far as who they cause problems with. And it's not really a problem out West unless you're m- truly making a problem you know whether it's or with their with drugs their or yeah, yeah you yeah, know like yeah. if you messing with they set or the way they get down then you have problems but problems but overall the west side even the people they i remember i was like 10 or 11 and got off the school bus and i see these guys sitting on my mom's car on um <laughs> madison and laurel he used to live on madison and laurel and i saw them sitting on my mom's car and i got off that school bus and i say you thugs, get off my mom's car right now. She uses this to take me to school. Dang, and they said, you sound oh. like a grandma at And 10. they said, oh, we are so sorry. We so sorry, little lady. You know, we won't ever sit <laughs> on your mom's car. And they got off of my mom's car. You know, they didn't make me feel bad right. for, for standing standing ground taking care of our little hoopty. Because that was our way around. You know, <laughs> get off oh, of my yeah. car. That's how it is. Like, <laughs> that's how it is on the west side, though. Like, strangers speak to each other. You know what I'm saying? They're the whole block. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the whole neighborhood will raise you Yo, if you yeah. like. I don't think it's like that no more though. I ain't gonna stunt like. I don't know if I ain't been a, I, like I've been living on the east side for maybe like the past five six years. So I ain't really been to my old neighborhood in a minute. But I don't think it's like that no more. I, it still is. My uh, yeah. My grandma just uh, died early this year. Uh, Sorry to hear that, bro. For real. Appreciate that. Um, but my grandma's house was the spot. Right, right, right. It was, right, it was right. the spot to be at. Like, you ain't eat, you ain't. You, that's where you get you the meal. You need uh-huh. a bike, you need the water hose. <laughs> you need a whooping. <laughs> right? on me, my granddaddy fits cars. Oh, you so yeah. be out there washing the cars. It's, really? it's definitely still like that. Uh, yeah, the West Side has yeah. never really lost its touch. It's still okay. a very, very chill. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. You don't really hear much about the West Side, but. Um, Shoot, you lying. Look, no, she I'm lying. Saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying on a, like, a media, like, as far as like the media trying to really. They really go for the south side mm, nah, cause I, I hear more about the south side too I'm not right, it's lie. more about the south side I'm not saying you don't hear it but it's like more channeled to making the south side the danger south zone east, yeah. oh no man cause people come to Chicago I, I drive for Lyft and people come to Chicago and they're like oh I don't want to go on the south side well, I people, mean, people you know, from Chicago know not to really ride around on the west side and be lacking. It's bound no, and not, not only the west that, side is fun. Not only that, it's mm-hmm. like a lack of experience me of the west side. A lot of people <laughs> don't even know about our west like that, and they just they just go off the stereotypes that they hear that about it. Dirty, you know ain't no grass. Yeah. No, it is dirty. It is. <laughs> it, it is no dirty. Oh, no I know <laughs> It is dirty. But see, that's that's the misconception. Right. But that's the misconception. Like, the yeah. South Side, only difference between the South Side and the West Side is, like... No. Maria no. Tacos. No. I'm glad they shut that mess down. I'm oh, glad man, they that shut that mess down. Boy. But that was a great, great artist talk. But now we're going to go ahead and get into the Unicorn Gospel. Okay. <laughs> that's the one we got on point now. Okay. Huh, so earlier we were talking about um, taking offense and giving offense. And I think that's definitely what we will channel our group conversation about today uh, after we play some more music. But the verse um, that I looked up, I looked up verses about being offended. And basically the Unicorn Gospel is when I just find a verse in the Bible and I kind of just word it in a way that helps me to understand it better and hopefully helps the people who are listening in to understand it better. And the very first quote that came up says, uh, it's from Proverbs 19.11, and it says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. That literally is like speaking for itself. Good sense makes one slow to anger. Mm -hmm. So if you are a person who knows... That you got common sense and that you know you know yourself. You you understand the senses of who you are, right? If it matters to you, then it won't anger you if someone is having a moment or saying something about you that you know isn't true. Um, and it benefits you to overlook it. It literally is in your favor to be the one person to say, huh, that's so funny. That's what you thought. And you have to continue to like work around that and remember that any circle that someone or any any position that someone tries to put you in, you have to be able to maneuver out of it because at the end of the day, you know who you are. You know what makes sense to you and what doesn't make sense to you. And nothing that another person, another being, um, not even your mom, your dad, anybody, if it doesn't make sense to you, then it's mm-hmm. not to make sense for you. Your parents can easily offend you. Your siblings can offend you. People who don't know you love to offend you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
a common ground to say, oh, I'm going to just find a reason to make this person seem like something that they're not, whether it's their own personal issues they're going through or whatever. So you have to remember that it's not personal. Sometimes it do, though. Because, like, <laughs> like, it's it's funny you mention this because this happened to me the other day. I had a show at um, Enjoy. And the dude, I think he was like a ba- like not a bouncer because it's not really like that, but he was working there. And I had on a Versace shirt, so when I walked in, dude, dude was like, "Yo, shirt fake." And it was this was like an older white dude. He had on like a um a Dickies outfit. He was at work, and I, I started to like start like I started to treat him or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking, like, this man got on a dirty, like, Dickies <laughs> jumpsuit, you feel me? Like, why well, I'm going to talk fashion with this man, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like, And I'm understanding, like, he wouldn't even, he don't even know really what he's looking at right now. Right, you so know that's what I'm still like, saying that it's not yeah, personal, like, you feel me? It's literally in them. I mean, it might, okay. be, it might I mean, be personal. To me, it was but. personal. To me, it was personal because it was like, I, and I know he was just joking. But at the same time, it's like, I will make you... To me, when you single somebody out and you and you say something about them, to me that that kind of is personal. You don't know me personally, but you're addressing me. You know what I'm saying? So uh, maybe maybe it ain't the same definition of what you saying. Like personally, like oh, I know him personally, so I know he stole that shirt, so I'm going insult him. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what I mean when so I say like, personal, what I mean when I say it's not personal is just looking at someone else's um per- their situation overall, right, like right. their mental. I feel that. You I know, feel that. like the way they think literally is not personal to you. It's like right, that with right, any okay. and every person that comes across them. You're so. Right. Is still in your glory. Is still in your best benefit right. to overlook the offense. Yeah, I feel what, that. what I still, always say is, uh, you got to mind your manners. You can't really mind right, anybody right, else. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Instantly. So even even when people come to you with trash, you know what I'm saying? You got to know how to maneuver. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Be like water. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you can't really let people like boldly disrespect you. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, saying? most but, definitely. You know, of course, you want to stand your ground in some sense, which yeah. is what we'll talk about. Um, after we go into this music break, you always want to stand your ground um, mm-hmm. in some sense, but you don't ever have to come out of your character to do right. so. Facts. You know, you can literally apologize and rectify situations if you feel you need to, but if you see it's not coming to a resolve, don't let it anger you that people are not understanding you. Laugh it off and be like, it's all good. Because at the end of the day, I'm still benefiting from my life because it's, it's my life. You know, like you, you're upset with the way that I live my life, and you want to create turmoil to, to enhance whatever negative vibes and mm-hmm. thoughts that you have. You know, so you can keep that. But I'm gonna continue loving you. I'm gonna continue to be a good person. I'm gonna block you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't, ain't no no love. Just stay where you at. You know, it's still love at the end of the day because if you, that's what you're pushing out, that's what you will receive at majority <laughs> of the time. Not, you know, not all the time. Every, even... Nothing's perfect, but. I ain't even gonna block you. I want you to see what's gonna happen next instantly. <laughs> Enjoy the view. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and jump into some more of Don's music. E, okay. Uh, Marie gonna, gonna show us what what he working with today, right here on the Go. Okay. Yo, it's crazy how many good, sounds good we tones. got coming out of uh, Chicago. So many sounds for real, we got coming out of Chicago and beyond. It's really amazing. So today we are talking about offense. Um, and I think that it's a very important topic because we live in a world where people get offended so easily by your presence before even 
even taking a second to understand it, you know? True. So what does it mean to you when someone's offended by you, Don? I offend people all day, especially on the internet. Like, if we friend, especially on Facebook, like, everything I put on there offend people, you know what I'm saying? But I think that just comes from me having my own opinion. And then people be trying to change my mind. And then I just be having so many layers of reasons, like, for having my opinion. And then that make people even more mad, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, then he don't budge, you know what I'm saying? So, and I don't know. I just I just feel like. I have a strong opinion, and people just don't rock with that all the time. Like people don't want to hear your opinion these days, but everybody has an opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's but, crazy. I got into it with somebody on Facebook oh, no. recently too, because that's where it go now, yeah. there, bro. <laughs> like, if you disagree with them, you automatically yeah. be childish. Like, yeah. bro, I gotta be childish because we don't see eye to eye. Yeah, instantly, and then you you blocking this person, that person. Like, I don't know. To me, um, but it's interesting that you say like people images offend people. Like, how somebody might be dressed or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't see how I could be offended by that. The only way you could offend me by your appearance is, like, if you doing something inappropriate, you feel me? Like, I don't know, like your ass out or something. Like, no. I'd be offended then, like, uh, bro. <laughs> what is you doing, you feel me? Like, but other than that, you know what I'm saying? Because... Because everybody just, I don't know, it seems like these days everybody have an opinion, like I said. So I could walk in here right now address however, and whether you like it or you don't like it, people going to share their opinion instantly. And I feel like negative opinions, you should just really keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, why are you paying it? Not only are you paying attention to it and you don't like it, you now you giving it like dialogue, dialogue you talking about it. You're and creating now, a conflict. And not only that, you creating an audience for something that you don't even like. So now you giving something you don't like hella attention and you making it more powerful. Bam. And I ain't yet, that ain't even really why I want to talk about Trump. That's why I ain't want to talk about Trump because it's like, I don't want to talk about that, man. But I guess we do got to talk about it. But I don't, I don't know. I know ignoring our problems don't solve them, but at the same time, I'm not finna be talking about that man on my show if it was my show. You feel me? Yeah, it's the thing about just like updating people on mm-hmm. things that you have to understand. Awareness, a bit. you know, like it's important. You see, it was literally a quick here and there Instantly. because the thing is, offense. Our president is someone who takes offense to everything, and he's you know? very offensive and, and abrasive. He's also very yeah. offensive. So for him, it's actually him getting the karma back. But for some people. Um, who get offended by your presence or the energy that you bring is usually because there's something that they aren't happy with within themselves. They hating, pig. Yeah, you know. They hating. He's gonna be my. What's the guy from uh, Key and Peele when he had his um the Obama's like translator? Oh, the hood translation. The, <laughs> the West Side translator. Instantly, they hating y'all. Like, I, I don't understand why somebody would be offended. Cause they, cause you doing something they can't, or like you got someone that they can't get or don't get. Like, I understand that, but that's really jealousy. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with being jealous. I be jealous of people all the time. No lie. Like, je- ain't nothing wrong with being jealous. You feel me? That's a natural emotion. And people be like, "Oh, that's a female trait." No, it ain't. G. That's a human trait. Like, it's okay to want what somebody else get, and that's a like form of admiration. It's not good to be envious, though. Mm. But it's cool to be jealous, you know what I'm saying? People got to be more in tune with their feelings, and that's what people be messing up at because they don't, they don't want to admit that they're jealous. 
and then they start hating. <laughs> like, if you was like, oh, man, I'm jealous, I admire that. Then that'd be like, oh, okay, you're going to get what you jealous of. You feel You're going to eventually get it. But then it's like, no, nah, I ain't jealous. He just, he got that fajini and wearing that right. Like, right. you hating, now bro. You hating. Right. you hating. Stop playing with me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for real. But, yeah, the thing is, like, the reason I wanted to talk about um, offense and mm-hmm. things of that sort is because sometimes you'll get brought into situations that have nothing to do with you. Yeah. And you are involved in someone else's turmoil because you might have just came into a group at the wrong time you might have just um just associating just with associ- the wrong people right, associating with people who aren't strong enough to deal with the personality uh-huh. like yours and then overall then you end up being the one who receives the most of the lash mm-hmm. you know and it's easy for people to believe what others are saying about you because mm-hmm. they're intimidated by you and or afraid to get to know you um, so they create assumptions and, and make situations that are uh, based off of their personal offense. And so how do you think... I know everybody says that we offend, right? Everybody offends people. And I think Alex might be a good topic because Alex always tell me, well, you know, you cannot offend by doing this if you just... You know, I'm drama-free, yet <laughs> serenity is always a little bit wrapped up in somebody's drama. And I'm like, I don't understand. That's why. You know? That's why. You can't be drama free. You fool if you drama free. You think hey, so? everybody like you, G. You are oh, people. No, 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 no. You can't not be. That. No, like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. Like, how can you? How can you be like drama free all the time? Right. I'm it's, saying it's about manning your man. You know how many innocent people be manning their business, and then you know what I'm saying. Like, this is my thing. Like, some people. Some people, in order to avoid drama. Like, I ain't saying welcome drama in your life, but some people to avoid drama, they overcompensate. So they become people pleasers or they just fold in every situation. And it's like, okay, I don't, I can't even think of none, like an example, but I see it all the time. Like, I, for instance, um, I don't know, I ain't got no examples right now, but that's one thing I noticed. Like, even me, like, I'm cool, laid back, I'm in my business, but the minute that, like, you, you do something I don't agree with, I'm going to let you know. And for me, sometimes that does lead to slight drama, not like, oh, we going to fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it do lead to me, not me like, not seeing out of hour with people. And to me, that is kind of drama. You know what I'm saying? Because the people don't handle it the right way. I If I don't agree with you, I don't agree with you. To me, that ain't drama. But the next person, they, they might be too sensitive to handle it that way. And now it is drama. Right. Like, oh, so I just drama. talked to Don. I just talked to Don, and he told me he wasn't gonna give me the twenty dollars that he, that he said he was gonna give me, and I ain't even hear what he really said. But he he just made me mad, like you feel me? Now it's drama. Like when I see him, I'm gonna knock him out. You feel me? Like I think the challenge becomes like knowing when to pick your battles. So like yeah, true. Me, I um, I used to get into it people on Facebook a lot. Um, but uh, I read a quote one day. Um, I don't know why I got this weird thing where I just look up quotes. Uh, Not weird. No, I do it all the time. No, yeah, I, I look up quotes. <laughs> and um, I try to listen more than I talk. Um, I think a lot of people try to get their... Everybody got opinion, like you said. But I think mm-hmm. more people try to get their opinion out before listening to mm-hmm. the other person's opinion. So most times when I argue on Facebook, it's not really an argument. It's more of a conversation. I don't, I don't just give an impulse to what I think. I do research. I... Listen to what you said. I might give you a follow up question on your own post. Like, why right. do you think that? Why? Right. What made you? What made you say that? 
Right. Like, do you really think this? Or, like, you saying this because your homie said this. You feel what I'm saying? I think picking your battles is the hardest challenge that I've I've had to overcome. Speaking from, from personal experience. Um, because I'm I'm fresh off 18. Uh, I'm, I'm a young adult. Me and my homies don't see eye to eye. I, mm-hmm. I'm from the west side. I live in Inglewood right now. Like, I don't see a lot of eye with a lot of my peers. They they think this way. Before right. I respond, before right. I give an impulse, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm hearing why you're saying this. What, what was your background? Why? What, right. what made you saying it? Like, what made you bring this issue to the table right now? And before you know it, you all kind of goofies and all kind of stuff now. Because you Not ain't agree. You feel How me? do you argue with a person that's giving you a question? So if you, so if I say, I say, let's talk about Trump. you like, I don't want to talk about Trump on the show. I'm, why you want to talk about Trump? Well, right. he doing this, he doing that. Why the man? Why the man? Okay, well, how can you fix your problems? You're not arguing at that point. Right, now, right, now I'm listening right, to your right, solutions right. that you gave to your own problems. Right, instantly. Right, and that's what it is. Like sometimes when it does come to um, learning what it like, picking your battles and then learning to not take offense. Like, and even with people thinking that you, because I well, I see it on Facebook with Don. Like people literally get so mad at him, for, <laughs> you know, saying what he feels, you know. But at the same time, you have to realize that it's it's just yours to say, you know, and mm-hmm. if you care. To put, if you're putting it on the internet, first of all, you got to care what somebody else is going to say because you put it, yeah, for yourself, but at the same time, let me see how you people are going to yeah. respond to this. You know, so that's an initial way of just knowing how you're picking your battles. That's picking a specific type of battle. Right. But when it comes to being offended by people, I think that we all, it's, I feel like, you know, it's like a, a very emotional trait to have when you take mm-hmm. an offense. To people, and that's something that I'm still overcoming to this day, literally to this day, where I woke up with an issue that didn't involve me, but it became a thing about me. And I was, I didn't understand. And it's just like, sometimes you have to be able to just pick the battle, you know? Yeah, let some mm-hmm. stuff go. That, that'd be my thing. It's like, mm-hmm. how, how can I sit here and argue with you if you just fool? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, why right. don't give you my energy, bro? No, what they say, wise man told me don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who was who. Yeah. So it's like, you arguing with this man, you wasting your time. He can't even comprehend your point of view. But yet, when people are looking, it looks like two. It's like two yeah, like both y'all, tw- both of y'all tweaking. Yeah. What's wrong, right. with y'all? <laughs> which is uh, uh, which is why I don't really indulge in shows like Love and Hip Hop and things like that oh, because man. those are honestly platforms that make everyone involved look foolish. It makes everyone involved look when it might be rationality on hey, one end mm. of it, like um. Chrissy and her guy left the f- after the first season because they said this is not how we move. You know, we don't argue on television. You about um, Chrissy and Jim, Jim Jones? Jones. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they left. You know what? If it weren't for them, it wouldn't even be none of these um, like love and hip-hop basketball mm-hmm. wives. They were the first ones. And they thought it was something different. You know, it, it wasn't a thing that was supposed to offend their character right. or turn them into people that they weren't. But the way they twisted stories it became very mm-hmm. offensive to who they were as people so what did they do remove themselves mm-hmm. from the problem and i think that's a big thing that we all have to learn more is just how do we remove ourselves from situations that don't necessarily need to involve us or that are starting to make us look like people we don't want to look like because we all know who we want to be in this room right we all kind of have an idea of the type of person that we like people to portray us as. And sometimes it doesn't happen that way. 
I feel like it doesn't happen that way more with women because you know we we be Definitely. we got a lot of we have a lot of some women. I'm not gonna say it, all. It's women, a man's but, world, so it's like yeah, it's easier yeah. for a woman to be more emotional about a situation. Right. In general, we are nurturers. We carry the mm-hmm. child. We, you know, it's a lot of stuff that is literally in our makeup. It's like, okay, it might be more of an emotional toll on you if someone says something offensive to you. Sometimes. Sometimes. But we also have to learn that trait of being in a man's world and saying, a quote-unquote man's world. Because nah, yeah. I think it's a human's world. <laughs> no, nah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, look, I'm just, I'm just here. You say, right, you saying what <laughs> it is. I don't though. dictate <laughs> nothing. You feel but me? I don't set the tone. I don't set the rules. But that's what it is. You know, it is, that's exactly what this society treats. Yeah. Like, plants us to be as, like, right. the man and the woman. It's, it's a separate entity when right. it comes to a lot of things. But as far as being offended, I really just think that if we... Take a moment to, you get a situation presented to you, you feel offended by it because someone's saying something that's not true or they're uh, spinning your words or whatever the case, right? You take a moment, the way I handle situations, I took the moment to apologize to anyone who might have been affected that I was close to in the situation. And when the problem approached me personally i handled it with the problem and then i blocked the problem there's nothing else i needed to hear from that person there was nothing else that needed to be said because then it would have caused a situation it would have caused conflict with who someone who's not relevant to the growth in Mm -hmm. in my life somebody who's not gonna change me change my wake-up schedule or anything like that i'm gonna still wake up the same time i'm still gonna go to the same parties you know it's not necessarily going to affect the way that i breathe you know, unless I want to be mad and fume all day right. about it. But you handled it that way and apologize to the people involved. If they listen, cool. If they forgive you, great. If they don't, it's okay. That just means that your season with that person is over. Or with that situation, is done with, you know? Cash over clout. Okay. <laughs> Go make that hey, money. Yo, you, <laughs> hey, you, you tough as hell. Cause you know how hard it is to be the bigger person. Like that's a full time job. That's yeah. a full time job. It's an ongoing process. And me, I ain't built for it. And I'm it sucks. Real. And I, I and honestly, <laughs> hard. I, I'm not one thousand percent built at yet. But it, lately, the past couple it. of years, yeah, I've I'm had to, to constantly myself. be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say to. Alex all the time I'm tired of being a bigger person Mm -hmm. I don't want to go and apologize again I don't Mm want to make it easy for them but by me being the same person that I've always been which is that sweet person on the inside that loving heart that kind hearted person I have to stay in control of the way I'm reacting and if that means I have to apologize or say you're right knowing that somebody's not right for them to be quiet for them to get over the situation you put them on a different page at that point so that they're not allowed to offend you anymore. Yeah, man, you right. gotta you gotta be right with yourself out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really let nobody affect your mood and how you doing. You know what I'm saying? If they ain't stealing from you, if they ain't putting their hands on you, you know, there ain't really no reason to be mad at people for for doing them. So sure, people be trying to sabotage your whole your whole everything you got I mean, going on though. You feel oh, yeah. me? That's so yeah, like, like, that's like I guess that's the money. Though, yeah, you know I, I, mm-hmm. I guess that's what you mean, mm-hmm. but. But that's all it be these days for like what I be noticing when people be getting into it, it, it do be like, 
I'm a sabotage everything you got going on. You feel me? Like, and they yeah. work their butts off. It'd be off crazy, to do it. yeah. And they dedicate, but see, them people always lose at the end because mm-hmm. yeah. you dedicate your time to sabotage what I got going on, and I ain't thinking about you, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm finna keep doing you me. You're not the bigger person, and you put energy into it. Now to, both of y'all. And see, to that. me, the bigger person don't always like how I be the bigger person. I just say, ignore you, G. I ain't gonna apologize like mm-hmm. unless I'm really wrong. That's the only way I'm gonna apologize <laughs> if I'm 100 percent wrong. But really, the big for me, the 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 bigger person, I'm just gonna ignore you, G. I'm not gonna pay Definitely you no attention, like, because yeah. and, and I'm gonna tell you, like, that be killing people. It do. That be killing people. Man, he finna ignore me, G. That's you know what I'm saying. Pe- and then people these days don't really have friends. They be really lonely. Mm-hmm. People really be lonely. So if you ignore somebody, that's gonna kill them on the inside. I ain't gonna stun like they put all you got to you got to ignore people. Sometimes you. Don't owe nobody an apology. Sometimes you just gotta ignore them for them to learn. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I be doing. I I be ignoring people. I ain't gonna stunt. And that's definitely another tactic. You know, the way I see it, or the way I speak about the way I'm dealing with it is just for me. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's my way. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to handling it, it that way. It's just because I like for people to still, I because of my brand, and it's a brand about positivity and good no, I energy. Get it. Sometimes I feel like I have to rectify the situation and let the people who I'm close to know or the people that I'm starting to create actual friendships with have to let them know, hey, I don't want you to take what has been said about me Mm -hmm. the wrong way. I am more than willing to sit and talk with you to discuss, you know, the rights and wrongs about something. But please, before you just take a side, I'll apologize if I've caused any confusion, you know, because that's usually what it is, is a misunderstanding. People playing telephone. You know, people hearing things the way it benefits them. Right. And then you've got this whole scenario of people who don't understand you or people who who, uh, think you're going to rob them or, you know, whatever the case may be, because people wanted to take it how they heard it. Which is why telephone is one of the hardest and most interesting games you can play with your friends. What that mean? Telephone is like, okay, the name of the game is. I say something in your ear. Oh, it changed. It changed from person to person. Like, yeah, yeah. they hear it. And then, it's not supposed okay. to, but it does, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be crisp the whole way around. Right, like but people add, yeah. No. They either add it or they didn't hear you correctly. You know, so that's like a real reality thing. It's like yeah. people play telephone every day. I read, I read somewhere, because, you know, I read a lot. And that's why I don't get out, because I be reading all the time, I think. And um, I read oh, I some. Ask uh, you what's your favorite book? I, I don't know if I got one. Like I read like stupid stuff. Like I read this, this little car. I read this. Like I don't. I just like to read. You feel me? But um, I read somewhere that they were saying like naturally when a human hears something, they always put their own look. Like no matter how honest a person is, no matter how one hundred, anytime they hear some or any situation that they in. Even if they truly think that they're telling it from an honest perspective, they always put their narrative on it. So, like, you know, when you, when, you, when you see a fight and the person that lose, they be thinking, like, oh, it was a tie or I ain't get hit that many mm-hmm. times. Like, they honestly believe that. You feel me? They ain't just saying that to save face. Like, that's how it really is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, read, I read about it. it was, and that was interesting to me. And that just go along with what you were saying, the whole telephone thing. Like, na- that's a natural occurrence with, with people. You know what I'm saying? Which is why people should never take offense to what somebody else is saying based off of another person's assumption. If it's in a, du- a direct offense, like in, in basketball, when you got to play offense, yeah, I know. I know what it means to play offense and defense in basketball. <laughs> right. So if you actually physically being offensive, 
then you can say, okay, we have a problem, you know, because you are literally being offensive to me. You're really like right. off guarding <laughs> me right now, you know? Right. So when it comes to mental things or things that are not tangible, you have to be like, all right, let, let me just clear the air. Actually, right. this didn't happen, but I can't make you believe anything, right. but I know myself. I know what role I've played in everything, and that's all that matters at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And if people do not want to take the time to understand that, then that means they, they are not for you in the right. first place. Right. They are not for your circle. No they are not for yeah. your for your happiness. You know, everything that you put around you is for your personal happiness. Yeah. And your happiness, I'm really learning it more and more. Like my mother told me, it is a choice. Happiness legit yeah. is a choice. And I did not want to believe it. I'm like, no, that can't be true because I'm not choosing sadness. I'm not choosing to feel down or depressed. But even if I'm not choosing to be depressed and I'm being depressed, I can still think about something that can can potentially mm-hmm. make me happy. That's real. You know, so I think overall from the message is just do not allow like the, the unicorn gospel said, you know, Proverbs 19, 11. Good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook the offense. It is your happiness when that doesn't matter no more. <laughs> That's when you a, look at it for the the BS that it is, it's like, oh, ha, huh, funny. Anyway, let me get back to sprinkling pixie dust on everything because I'm full <laughs> of glitter. <laughs> you know, you gotta just remember who you are. And I'm, yeah, I'm a, and for me, I'm a unicorn. And I, that was that's this is a good therapy that I needed today because I was like, man, I told my friend Keely, I said, how am I gonna twist my 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 issues of today into something positive for the show because I can't stop thinking about the negative stuff that happened. And she said as long as you figure out a way to make it positive. Mm-hmm. So for me it was saying okay don't be angered by someone else's offense. Because at the end of the day if you know who you are that's literally all that matters. And plus you got too much going on anyway to even be exactly about it. that takes away so much time from from your personal projects in life it's your it's your world everybody else is just living in it instantly you know and I think that'll be the quote for the day but how can we keep up with everybody uh after we exit the show today well I'll go first you can catch me on Facebook Instagram and Twitter I'm not on Snapchat but I heard that's the way I'd be going down there. So I think I'm going to get me one. You feel me? But uh, just search <laughs> search Don of Cash Over Clout. You know what I'm saying? Search. Search Don of Cash Over Clout. That's D-O-N of O-F Cash Over Clout. Or you can just at It's Don Perrion. But if you just search Don of Cash Over Clout, you'll be able to find me. It's a it's a picture of me, and yeah, you could easily identify me. So yeah, follow me. Big hair, instantly. And please, please stream my song "Don of Cash of a Clout." Look, produced by the homie Nish. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Okay. Oh me, yo, I'm under construction right now. You can, <laughs> you can slide my inbox on Instagram door. Sleazy pack, two E's, two C's. He say sliding in my DM. <laughs> I mean, if you got any questions, anything, not or the news, not on the horror stuff. Good know, news, yeah. Send me some music. Oh, or something. also, go ahead and say, how can we find you, Tony? Uh, uh, my Instagram is underscore glow g l o dot Tony. 
Um, Glow Tony. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I felt that. I like that. And you can always find our DJ, Marie underscore the DJ with an A. She's super lit. She'll play your music. Uh, we love new music in here. And make sure it's clean so that we don't have to do the back backup work because we probably won't play it if we got to Guard your girl around her. She might she might snatch her up. She might because she be glowing. <laughs> You walk, you walk in the room, you'd be like, Marie. I wasn't, I wasn't saying all that. You, you, you said she's glowing. I said, glowing. Marie, Marie. I said, she's glowing. Oh, my bad. Don't be. <laughs> I said, she's glowing. Yeah. See how people just put stuff in your mouth? Exactly. See, telephone. Playing telephone. <laughs> playing telephone. Sad. But I will say, before we let Marie close it out, that um, a guy, at first I was like, this is kind of creepy. But then it was like, this is what I asked people to do. He sent me an inbox message on Facebook, and he said, Hey, hope you're having a great week. I have a joke for you. My doctor told me to watch my drinking, so I bought a mirror. I got it. But I was just like, that was creepy. But also, I was like, that just kind of made me laugh. Thank you. You know, like. He's trying to finesse. <laughs> I'm going to use that. That's a good pickup line. Good. Whoever you is, bro, I'm going to use that. And I'm going to let you know how that turned out. But yeah, then he started sending other like creepy things. So see, I was just see, like, I told you, I knew what he wanted. I never responded though. I just saw it and I thought that was a cute little it. chuckle, you know, like, ha, that was a great way to pick up the week. So that's this week's joke, I guess. And you can always submit your music, thoughts, ideas, anything to nittiesknocker.com. You can also just search, like Don says here, e. search it. Google search Nitty's Knocker and any and everything that you need concerning the brand will pop up, including things about Marie the DJ. Um, all of our events, you know, the website, whatever you need. Uh, even if you just want a friend or somebody <laughs> to talk to you about whatever you're going through. Um, I usually do respond within three to five business days. <laughs> so um, that's a disclaimer. And also, my girl Simone has a dance class every win- Mondays and Wednesdays. It's Body by Bazoo, and it's a premium dance fitness class. Um, and her July monthly special right now is $99 for the entire month. Mondays and Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. And Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's a 30-minute semi-personal training session focusing on cardio, arms, abs, glutes. That's your booty. Focus exercise exercise using weights, followed by 30 minutes of Simone's dance choreography. And she's an amazing dancer. She has her own music that's also on Spotify, Apple, all of that. And um, you can buy your tickets at SimoneBizu.com. That's S-I-M-O-N-E-B-I-S. O-U-S dot com. And until we talk to you lovely people next time, you've been listening to Nitty's Knocker on Q4 Radio every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. Peace, love, and happiness. Gang.